is the Under Center Podcast. Hello, you're very welcome to this special edition of the Under Center Podcast. Dara here with you and I have a special guest with me tonight. Speaking to me um, is the Munich Ravens running back, a former Kildara Crusaders player, Tommy Oyewo. Did I get that right? That yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, the one. that's the one. That's this. it. <laughs> Sorry, I've been worried about this all day, Tommy. <laughs> that yeah, that was the <laughs> I was worried you're about. Well, how are you, sir? It's great to have you on the show. Appreciate it. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Despite the cold weather, you know, still still keeping the spirits high and Yo, getting ready for the new AFI season over here with the with the pirates. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um for sure. Um like yourself, you know, sort of in the off season now when it comes to, to, to ELF, I'm sure sort of your uh, your pals from uh, the Crusaders and especially QB Jordan Farrell, I guess, and has been on to you to see if you want to uh, come back this year. Yeah, they have been. I was actually at the award night the other night, which was good crack because I haven't seen a good few of them in a while and some new faces as well because obviously the team is growing. But yeah, it was good to see everyone. It was, it was good crack. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I guess we I should also mention one of the um older faces on the team which i'm sure i think this was his going to be his last year um okay. the oldest player in the league to play for uh anybody um oh, kenny yes that's it yeah. exactly yeah, King kenny uh yeah well hopefully this is his last year he says that every year so <laughs> we'll, we'll see we'll see unreal though 60 and still playing at the level that he is it's it's incredible yeah. isn't it it is it is honestly i don't know yeah. how he does it or why he does it but yeah he just keeps coming <laughs> back he just keeps coming back look i guess if he's got nothing else to do on a sunday he might as well put on a set of pads and hit someone why you know not? might as why well not? might why as well not? but like i mentioned yeah you 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 have you did play for the, the Kildare Crusaders in a of course as a wide receiver. Um, yeah. we talked previously off air about um your time playing wide receiver because we actually got to play against each other your final year for yeah. the Crusaders, the year that you won Division Two. We got yeah. to play both in Newbridge and, and in Malahide. And I remember yeah. um you had a big say in both games. Oh, uh, yeah. Um yeah, like I started off as wide receiver because obviously, you know, watching when you get into football, all you see is the quarterbacks and wide receivers. So, yeah, I started out as a wide receiver. And then when I went over to Algoy last year, they were like, um, your body type is more suited to a running back. But um, I suppose being a receiver kind of worked in my favor as a running back because it made me that bit more versatile in terms of, like, you don't know if I'm going to catch the ball out the backfield, if I'm going to run it. So it just it all just benefited me in the long run. So yeah, it worked out. Yeah. Kind of like how uh, the 49ers at the moment use Christian McCaffrey and Debo exactly. Samuel at the moment. Exactly. You know, they that you can line them up in the slot or you can put them in the backfield. Either way, they right. could still catch the ball or run with the ball. Yeah. Um, which is it? It does help. Yeah. Exactly, which is a fantastic trade to have and a nightmare for defenses to try and figure out what what the play call is going to be. And you know, such a such a big year for yourself in Munich um with the Ravens. Um of course you finished second 
in the list for uh, rushing yards with over a thousand yards, fifteen total touchdowns as well. Um, a great season for you personally. Yeah, no, thank God for it. Honestly, honestly, it wasn't easy. Um, fell off the rushing title by fourteen yards, which was kind of hard to take. But yeah, for the first season, definitely uh, one that I'll remember. So thank God for it. Yeah, and of course, just missing out by one game in the playoffs as well, finishing yeah. third in the Central Conference with a seven and five record. I guess it was a little, a little tough to take that you didn't get to see any, um, any postseason football. Yeah, honestly, honestly, but at the same time, it was, it was sort of good in the sense that you know our team was a first year team, so it was kind of like we were more focused on you know, getting a fan base, um, you know, putting up good games, showing that Munich is something to be taken serious. And, yeah, I feel like we did that. So now this season it's like all out. We're trying to go all out this year. So, Mm -hmm. and I truly do feel if we keep everybody, then we should be good. We should be good. Yeah. And like that Munich itself, um, such a great city to to have a football team in. Of course, sports mad in is. terms of soccer. Um, obviously with with Bayern and and how good they are. Um, you know you've got a real sort of nucleus of sports fans there. That if you can, you know, continue the success, you'll definitely get um more people 100%. interested in the game. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. That's that. That's the goal. Honestly, like. We had like over six thousand fans at games and so on. So, yeah, the more we get, the better. And I feel like for the first year having that many, it is it's pretty big. It's it's fairly big. So, yeah, I mm-hmm. I'd imagine next year is going to be bigger. Oh, for sure, absolutely. And you know, um, with uh with the the changes that obviously you had to make with. You know, first of all, it wasn't you didn't go straight from you know the Crusaders to to the Ravens. You also spent time, um, with the with the Comets too. You know, but what was it like, you know, having that change of moving on, moving away from home, new scenery, you know, um, new culture. You know, was it a bit hard to get used to at the at the start? Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, honestly, um. Yeah, it's, it's fairly tough, like, um, getting used to the language, especially, you know, getting used to, like, the fact that you're not at home with the family is completely new. Um, stepping out of your comfort zone completely. Um, yes, it's, it's not easy, but it is, I can't say it was definitely worth it in terms of, thank God everything's worked out, but, yeah, it's not easy. It's not something... You just get up and do as well. You you really have to think about it, you know. Especially my first year in Algoy, that was that was fairly tough because just so much going on. You know, football's a lot faster. Um, people are also, you know, fast as well, uh, just as athletic. So it was kind of it was new. It was definitely something new as well with the football. So it just it just took some time to get used to. But once I did get myself kind of situated it was kind of it became easier and that's why for me last year with my first season Algoy, I didn't really I wasn't on the scene until the end of the season because I was growing and then once they saw the growth they were willing to start me and then that's when I was able to kind of make a name for myself 
but yes, it's not easy to be fair. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, and and then tell me going from um from the comments to, to the Ravens, you know, was it something that they approached you and, and wanted to, to bring you on board or was there um some contact made on your end to try and um yeah. get uh, potential teams interested? Yeah, definitely. Um I text every team in the ELF and the only team that the only two teams that took me serious were Ravens and Hamburg, uh, Sea Devils. But yeah, when I talked with Coach Shoop and Sean Shelton, it was kind of like, yeah, this is where I want to be. This is where I feel I belong. And mm-hmm. yeah, it worked out. It worked out. But no, I definitely was trying to talk to everybody and anybody who would want to talk. So yeah, I definitely reached out on my part. I did. Yeah. Well, look, I guess in, when making the decision scene, especially those um, Munich jerseys, for sure. I think I think that's that's probably a swaying factor too, because they have they have a a clean look for sure. They do that little like what's that blue called? It's not tortil. That's what it's called. Teal. Yeah, the teal yeah. and the black. Yeah, it's very nice. It's very nice. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure. And obviously, a couple of weekends ago, you were. Uh, you were oh um you came back to Ireland um obviously still here at the moment but you were you got to go down to the uh, Steelers event on the weekend that they were doing I their did. viewing party that, down I in did. the sports campus um how did you find that that was amazing honestly um the different people that were there um Alan the old lineman um the receiver you know Hall of Famers you know which is amazing and like. What they're trying to do with Ireland and everything is it puts a smile on my face in terms of like I've been playing football in Ireland since I was 16 and it's just crazy because like I would have never thought the Steelers would come to Ireland if you get me back then because we were playing in the in somebody's backyard basically like football was not looked at as anything to be to, to be taken serious so now to definitely see how much football is growing in Ireland is is big it's amazing honestly it is yeah yeah and 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 seeing the lads there for the event and obviously getting to to chat with a few of the 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 younger guys that coming up through the game um and seeing just as well you know the elevation of the national team in terms of they've obviously played a few more games but now they have the under 20s team as well that are taking part in games too the the talent level is is just getting better and better each year and i guess it comes down to as well seeing players like yourself going over and 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 making a name for themselves over in europe and then obviously the obviously lopez sanusi who went to the NFL Academy and now is going to be going to Boise State. You know, guys see, um, oh, should have mentioned also Dan Whelan, who was actually in oh, the yeah. NFL playing for, yeah. for the Packers as well. You know, um, they they see that there's avenues for them to actually make a career and to make something out of the game. And it's, 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 it's um, like that they can see that they can see a route. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. I think it was it was only a matter of time, I guess. I guess in Ireland they just never had the exposure. And now that like people like Tyke, the um, you know, leader kicker and all those are getting that much more exposure, it's just it's bringing in more people. Because 
I've always said it. We have the athletes. Like, I remember playing Gaelic and guys just high points in the ball and everything. And that's exactly what a wide receiver would do. So it's like the talent is definitely there. And even with rugby, the strength of some of the lads, like that's a linebacker there. Like I'm thinking football-wise, anytime I'm playing with them, it's like we definitely have it here. It's just no one's interested or we just don't have the exposure enough for people mm-hmm. to be invested in it. So that's it's just about exposure, I guess. Because once it once, now that it's being exposed, yeah. it's like more people are like, all right, let's try it out. Let's let's see what the hype is about. And yeah, you you will love it. You will love it. You'll either yeah. hate it or love it. Yeah, honestly. yeah. Well, that's it. And look, we see it. We see it down here with the pirates, and I'm sure it's the same up in Kildare too. That you know, once you get the guys to come down to a session and see how it is, and see how it's ran, and to see how guys um. Uh, learn and and how how um much how more not difficult but you know how more intricate of a sport it is in terms yeah. of you know playbooks and you know routes and 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 footwork and and everything that that's something that they get to really learn and I feel that like when people come down it's very once they see what how the game is played and how it really is played that they don't really tend to to leave it it's something that they get really invested in yeah 100% 100% and like yeah. football teaches a lot as well like even just mentally physically like there's a lot that goes into football so it's not just the physical mm-hmm. aspect that everybody sees like there is a lot of stuff to go through there is it teaches yeah. a lot as well yeah and I know you spoke about it on previous podcasts too, um, but your start came about as well. Like you said, you, you've been playing since you were 16. And um what was the what was the the initial you know pitch to you to sort of get you down to, to a training session? Um like I had on a football top at the time and my mate Farlow. Uh, you know Jordan Farrell, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I was in the gym. Um, I don't know what I was doing, but I was in the gym, and he came over and was like, "Oh yeah, come down to training." And I knew Farlow from uh, Dairy Rovers, which was where we played soccer, football together. So I was like, "All right, if there's a team, like I'd be down to come down." And then went down and didn't go well the first training session, of course. But um, yeah, just started building from there. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in football, I wasn't getting much playing time. So it was like, uh, I might as well do somewhere I'll be used. And then, yeah, they just used me a lot uh, in American football. So, and then, yeah, that's kind of just went from there. Mm-hmm. And sort of with your um, experience playing last season, especially in, in, in the ELF, and you see... I don't know if you've been able to keep a, 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 as close an eye on, on the league over here as, as you would like to, but, you know, for the future in terms of, you know, like we're, like we were just saying the the talent pool is there, the ability for people is there. Yeah. Could you ever see a Dublin side or a side, a side in Ireland in general, sort of try and come together and, and make a move to, to be in the LF team? Definitely. Definitely, 100%. Like, if we put all the teams together, like, in terms of the best of each position or the best players from each position on one team, I definitely think we could have one. And also, 
if we got the right coaches, because it also is down to coaching, because some coaches teach some different stuff that just unfortunately won't work. So if we get the right coaches, because athletic-wise, I feel like we could definitely compete. We just need the coaching. And once we got we get that, I don't see why we couldn't have one. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Tell me now what you're you are uh you are a GM of uh, an Irish ELF team. Right. Tell, talk me through that jersey design. Who what what are we going with? Are we going traditional green, orange, white, or are we gonna change it up a little bit? Uh I'd probably stick with that Wolfhounds color because I do like the green, yeah. black, white. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. I definitely go with the green, black, and white. Yeah, those would be my colors, definitely. It, it's a but great show. It's a great show. I, I wouldn't change them either. To be fair, I, I, I would, uh, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with yeah. that, um, for sure. But then, going away from the ELF side of things and looking like we were mentioning about the Steelers event, you know, and obviously in Munich they had the NFL game there last year. The 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 thing we'd love to see here is is another NFL game in Crow Park. We haven't had there hasn't been one since I believe was it ninety six or ninety eight. Wow. That's when the Steelers and the, and and the Bears came over, um, for a sort of preseason exhibition. But to have an actual game over here is obviously is the is the is the goal, um, and is the dream. Yeah. Seeing what the NFL seeing what the NFL has done over in Munich and what has done for the city of Munich in terms of yeah. having a game over there. Yeah. What, what do you think the, what do you think it could do for Ireland if the NFL was to set a game up over here, even just for the teams alone? Yeah, I think it could do big because even with the college games, we've seen like a lot of people come in for those. Like, unfortunately I haven't been to any other college games, but I heard like, Notre Dame came and like it was sold out. So an Irish yeah. game or uh, an American football game with the actual NFL teams, I think that would yeah. sell out. And I feel like the more people you bring in, the more exposure, people are gonna be like, "Oh, lads, let's let's go find a team. Like let's let's go try this out." And mm-hmm. once we get that going, yeah, it'll do it'll do wonders for American football in Ireland. I, I truly think that. Yeah, that's. That's it for sure, and that's how I was there for the for the Notre Dame game that you were mentioning, and yeah, the the place was packed, um, yeah. as compared to the year before, what was in Nebraska and Northwestern, where there was unfortunately a few empty patches, but okay. like that, the game next year will probably be packed as well. I think what one is that? Is that Georgia Tech and Florida okay. State? I think that's who it's going to be next year. So right. that we have a great game in store for that. But look, Tommy. We're coming towards the end of this, and and look, I would be remiss if I didn't ask sort of your plans now for uh, next year. You know, yeah. like like you mentioned, you are back in Ireland at the moment. Um, is, is the plan hopefully to go back to Munich and play another season with the Ravens? Um, or is, is there something else maybe in store? Um, to be honest. Um, I'm just praying because me, myself, personally, I'm not too sure what's in store, to be honest, at this moment. Like, I'm just praying and just staying ready for whatever God has in store for me because, honestly, I'm not too sure what's going on. Like, ELF-wise, if I was in the ELF or if I am in the ELF, I'd definitely 
want to play with Munich again because I truly think we'll we'll be contenders. Um, but yeah, it's it's all in God's hands to be honest. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not too sure what's happening. Yeah, well, look, I think that'd be crazy not to to give you a call and bring you back next year, especially just yeah. with how good last season was for sure. And if not, yeah. definitely, um, there will be a team out there that will um um that hopefully will pick up the phone for you, and then we get to see you again, rip it up in the ELF yes, next sir. year. Um, Tommy, it's been absolutely fantastic speaking to you. Um, sure, I man. I hope you uh you have a great Christmas. Um, and I hope you have a great new year and then look listen I mean this in the nicest way possible yep. I hope I don't see you on the field against Kildare next season you know um, I just uh, I don't think I could take you take a, another one of like two three touchdown games against you again it's just it's, it's not fair on me anymore yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, uh, like I said, hopefully we'll we'll keep in touch, and I'm sure when the when the day comes that you were announcing your return to ELF, hopefully you'll uh, you'll give us a a call, and we'll be able to sort of help spread the word out there for sure. We'll do, we'll do definitely. Thanks, excellent, excellent stuff. This is where we're going to end this edition of the show. A big thank you to, to Tommy. Um, I, I meant to say, if anybody wants to follow your progress online. Um, where can they follow you on your socials? Uh, Instagram is pretty much the only one I have at the moment. Just Tomua underscore Yewa. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So make sure you follow him on that. And while you're at it, if you're on Instagram, follow ourselves at UndercenterPod. That's where you'll find us. Um, and we will. We are also, sorry, on Twitter or X or whatever it's called, at UndercenterPod. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you've liked this video and you're subscribed to the channel to be kept up to date with all of our shows that we release. If you're listening to us on the go in the podcast form, make sure you are subscribed to us on that as well. If you want to search us first, under Center Podcast, wherever you get them, Spotify, Google, wherever, Apple, wherever, we'll be there. You'll find us. Subscribe. Listen back to previous shows as well. Once more, Tommy, thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Dara. Thank you. And until next time, stay safe and we'll see you soon.